0: Do you ever think to yourself, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing with my life? Well, we don't either, but we've learned some things along the way that have gotten us a little bit closer to being functioning adults. Or at least we've learned to fake it well enough. Welcome to Insert Verb Here, your friendly neighborhood advice podcast by two girls who are just as clueless as you are. I'm Jordan. And I'm Haley. And we are Verb.
1: Hello. How are you? I'm good. My stomach hurts today. But it's because I made muffins and <laughs> I think I used the wrong ingredient. <laughs> so I did it to myself. Yeah. But it's okay. It's
0: okay. How are you? I'm better.
1: Much yeah, better. Yeah, well, Haley and I have both been having a rough couple weeks. Yeah. And oddly enough, we were feeling the exact, exact same, same way.
0: <laughs> and we didn't realize. I feel no. like for these last two weeks, we felt very like, alone and like no one understands what we're going through <laughs> and then we finally tell each other and we're like oh wait oh wait a second we're feeling the <laughs> exact same way right now yeah well but today's better yeah I feel today's, today's better. a much better day i woke up a lot better that's i'm good. still not like obviously it's still there but i feel like it's affecting me less mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. it has been um yesterday specifically so yeah that's good yeah i think uh Moral of the story: I bottled it all up for two weeks. Finally, told him about it. Had a whole day where it was awful, where I had to just like deal with it and process it and try. Mm-hmm. It. I couldn't really. Like we, we, and me, and also Jordan. <laughs> we, we and see. me
1: and also <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> Sounds like a bad movie title.
0: <laughs> um kind of all well jordan but jordan was there for that when i told her about that kind of cl- conclusion that there's not really anything i can do about it yeah but then that actually made it worse yeah so it's a whole thing but then now i feel like today it's all like been at least processed so i'm feeling it's not affecting me as much so moral of the story don't bottle it up mm-hmm. um deal with it
1: my thing was i was feeling like that i talked to hayley about it i talked to my best friend Catherine about it and Catherine and i send each other videos through text message because i i'm an awful texter and i'm awful at responding and i'm awful at putting things into written words Mm -hmm. but i can send a video Mm -hmm. very easily so i was sending videos to Catherine and i was just a hot mess express like i was i was eating chocolate covered nuts i was dropping them everywhere I, i tried to eat one and it tasted old and nasty like it was just a hot mess and like I dropped and spilled my water at one point like it was just (laughs) and all I could do was laugh at myself you know when those days are happening you're like oh my god what are the chances like nothing can go right yep I'm just I hate everything like I'm dumb I hate my like just all those negative Mm -hmm. thoughts yeah that's what was in a way was happening but I just chose to laugh at it and be like okay Jordan you're just one of those days you're a hot mess today and that's okay and then Catherine and I ended up FaceTiming and we just spent the whole time laughing from like nine o'clock last night to one in the morning. She, we both have Apple laptop, Mm -hmm. Mac computers now. Mm -hmm. And so we learned how to share screens and we were hacking into each other's screens (laughs) and like putting things on our computer. And she started, uh, I have a group chat with one of my friends and, or a couple of my friends, and she started typing into the group chat and, and it was just so funny. And so it ended up just turning my day around just laughing the power of laughter i think Mm -hmm. is really what's important so yeah some days might feel so heavy and just so you're lost and desperate and numb and empty but i think in those moments if you can find the lightness and the laughter Mm -hmm. because that's what at least what helped me yesterday yeah anyway that's the end of my rant spiel so we're gonna get this started with the first question there you go which is identifying personal strengths interesting a good question
0: how do you identify personal strengths so when i was doing some research Mm -hmm. for this episode Mm -hmm. i found lifehack.org and they have six steps to identifying your personal strength the first step is to know yourself which i feel like is
1: pretty self-explanatory in uh but it's hard really yeah like when when i have to take a personality qu- not like one of those buzzfeed quizzes or like meyer briggs mm-hmm. or you know one yeah. of those things i always feel like i can't answer the questions i have to ask my friends like do you think i'm like out of am i loyal unique nice mm-hmm. funny like what am i and then like they'll have to tell me. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because I don't want to click on something and my friends are like, oh, you think that's what you are? <laughs> or if it's because I truly, like I rely on my friends to tell me who I am because I don't truly know who I am. Interesting.
0: Cause I'm just very self-aware. I'm very much an internal. And I al- I al- I, I always know myself. <laughs> <That>
1: was- <laughs> she always knows herself, but not the end of that sentence. <laughs> no, I don't. Not at
0: all. Well, actually, Well, actually, this is a side note. I always know... I know myself, but I know myself through what I don't like rather Mm. than what I do. Like, I don't notice my strengths or what I do like in my life. I'm except for if it's like something like, oh, I know I like these type of video games. I know I like these types of books, Mm -hmm. like that kind of stuff. It's when it's that kind of way. But if it's something like my personal strengths, I know. Actually, Zane and I had a really good conversation about this last night. And he was saying that the reason, because like I said, I'm a very negative person. For me, when I'm looking at my negative aspects of my life, I'm noticing those a lot more. Whereas for my strengths, I don't feel it as much as mm. um I would if I didn't do it as often. Because we were saying, we did the website for verb. And he was like, you literally threw that together in like two days. Yeah. Like someone was like, oh yeah, we, like we need to do a website for, for verb. And I literally like, in a day I was like oh yeah here we go mm-hmm. I got it mm-hmm. and he's he's like that is it like people can't do that yeah. <laughs> and like just a bunch of different things like that but I minimize my strengths because they don't feel like they're anything mm-hmm. they don't feel substantial like my weaknesses do mm-hmm. and so we had we talked about that last night and about like how it's important to realize that because it doesn't feel grand
1: mm-hmm. you
0: minimize your strengths because you don't notice them that much that much it's like oh yeah I just did that like yeah Mm -hmm. not a big deal like it doesn't whatever it's like I just I can just do that and he's like but those are actually those things that you do like that are actually huge strengths that a lot of other people Mm -hmm. cannot so yeah all that to say first point was to know yourself (laughs) that was a long number two here you go back to Jordan ask a friend oh yeah ask a friend
1: what your strengths are yeah and what they think your strengths are so don't be ashamed it's not embarrassing no you got to learn somewhere Mm mm-hmm and sometimes people, this is what I've learned in my old age, <laughs> um, that sometimes people on the outside aren't bogged down of the emotional weight of things mm-hmm. and just can see things as they are. So sometimes they have, sometimes, not all the time, because sometimes you need the emotion to understand like what's truly going on.
0: Yeah.
1: But sometimes people on the outside, since they're not bogged down by the emotional weight of things... Um, can see things in a clearer way yeah um so i don't think it's embarrassing to ask people don't be ashamed of it Uh, you got to start somewhere and sometimes people who sometimes people just have a better idea yeah and that's okay and also
0: because like we also we all have make sure it's
1: people you trust
0: yeah because we we all can have can have personal biases against ourselves and so it makes it harder like you said to be objective and look at yourself that way sometimes that's the got you um because we have those biases against ourselves, so that ends up, like I said, minimizing mm-hmm. the good and maximizing the bad. Mm-hmm. And so it makes it difficult to identify. So asking other people can be very, very helpful. Um, the third step is to find clues in your attempts and your failures. In your failures. Let's say it again.
1: Find clues in your failures. Yeah. I
0: mean, we had an episode.
1: Um, I think it was our first one. Yeah. It was our first one. about, about- it, Which is titled Our first podcast yes welcome to insert We're verb here our, our first, first podcast, podcast or something
0: like that and you should listen
1: to it came out july 20th you should. 2020 so your failures <laughs> are very <laughs> your your failures are very important actually on our instagram let me find it real fast a girl commented on one of our posts yes izzy and izzy h, izzy h and she said she said something i want to share about was your first question which we we asked what would you do if you could never fail and that prompted the
0: question if you can never fail are your successes satisfying Mm -hmm. do you feel the
1: satisfaction of reaching success when you never fail in Mm -hmm. your life so and so izzy commented on our instagram and said something i want to share about your first question is when i was in fourth grade my teacher would always get kids in class that failed a test or failed a class Every time someone was upset about failing, he would say, a fail is a first attempt in learning. If we don't fail, we can never really learn. And she said, I don't know, that just stuck with me and I felt maybe someone could use that or help them out. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. Yeah. You can, don't be afraid of your failures. Mm-mm. You should, because that means you're trying, it means you're growing and it means you can learn from something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, identify your personal strength through failures. I yeah. know that's great. And that's
0: brilliant. Going off of that, this is, I'm going to go into the next question, mm-hmm. but this made me think because we talked about fear of failure, but we also in that same episode talked about Jordan's uh, fear of success. Mm-hmm. And so number four is analyze your successes.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> so <laughs> both don't
0: be afraid of failure, but don't be afraid to
1: look into your success. I and think analyze. that's important for both of us because you just said that you downplay what you're good at mm-hmm. to focus on the negative. Yeah. And I'm afraid of coming off as arrogant. I guess, or self-involved or Mm -hmm. whatever. So I don't like to talk about successes. And I'm like, oh, well, I did it. Cool. But move on. Like, why harp on it? Mm -hmm. So I think... So both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. I think challenging ourselves to view our success is something we both need to do. Mm
0: -hmm. I agree. And then number five on the list is to maintain a hold on your identity. And so I feel like Hmm. that's a big...
1: Yeah, that's something that go very. explain I'm that more.
0: So the way that they kind of talk about it in their thing is like if you are, let's say you're trying to be a good employee or a mm-hmm. good parent, to do those things and find your strengths in that, you need to have a solid grip on your self-identity
1: so oh. then you can then- Be sure in yourself so you can give to others. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Be sure of what you can do. Mm-hmm. So you can, you know, you can fully help that other person yeah. or be there for that other person or, you know, do the best work that you possibly yes. can and whatever, okay. whatever you're trying to and do. And you wouldn't like second guess yourself mm-hmm. or doubt yourself. exactly You'd be confident yeah. and self-assured. Yeah.
0: I guess that's Perfect. the, big, I
1: think that's the biggest
0: thing is like, it's that comp- having confidence in yourself that I am capable of doing this mm-hmm. and using that to it. Cause if you are dealing with a bunch of like self-criticism and not feeling worthy if yeah the whole whole point is having that confidence in yourself if you are feeling self-doubt and self-criticism and you aren't feeling worthy then it's harder to identify those strengths if you have people will see that and people will see that if you have the confidence in yourself to know this is the person that i am then you can use that to then identify those strengths and be confident in knowing that
1: that's and you can bring all that to the table yeah. and more. And then you can grow your strengths. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you have to be good at everything. It doesn't no. like you can. And of course, you're, you're still going to be insecure about things. And that doesn't mean oh, yeah. it's going to solve all your problems. It's just going to take practice. Yeah. And it's going to take a long time. Okay. So list off those five things again. Know the five your, key things. Know yourself. Mm-hmm. Ask a friend. Mm-hmm. Find clues in your
0: attempts and failures. Key, 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 key. Analyze your successes mm-hmm. and maintain a hold on your identity.
1: Great. So that's how you identify personal strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really. Those are all really good and really important. Yeah. Um. I just want to say also. Um, I think the more you become aware of your personal strengths and identifying them, it, like we said, it will help you gain mm-hmm. self confidence and self awareness and. In a way, a deeper understanding of other people and their strengths. Mm -hmm. Because then you'll have the confidence in yourself to go, oh, this isn't what I succeed at. This Mm -hmm. isn't one of my strengths. But Haley over here, she rocks at this. So I can go to her for this. Mm -hmm. And you won't feel insecure and like you can't do something and a failure because you know what you're good at. Yeah. And you'll be secure enough in yourself to be like, oh, that's okay that I can't do this. Mm -hmm. Because... I don't have to do everything. Yeah. And you'll be I think being self-assured will is a key thing that's going to come from that. I agree. So, speaking of, on the opposite end of being self-assured, mm-hmm. can personal strengths be seen as a weakness by others? So, when I was thinking through this, I actually
0: had a lot of problems thinking through how it could be seen as a weakness by others.
1: I can see I I don't think about I don't think this anymore, but when I was younger, I thought crying was a sign of weakness. Mm -hmm. I do not, do not, do not, do not think that anymore. I think people who cry Mm -hmm. go you, man. Mm -hmm. You're vulnerable, you're true, you know how you're feeling. Yeah. I I think it's a strength actually. But like in middle school, I was like, I was the kind of girl that was like I don't cry. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, people would be like, oh my gosh, when was the last time you cried? I was like four years ago. Like, I (laughs) pride, I used to pride myself on the fact that I never cried. Mm -hmm. And, like, in a movie, if a sad part came up, it'd be, Jordan, don't cry. It'd be, I mean, you're weak. Don't cry. Don't cry. So I would challenge Mm -hmm. myself and push myself to not cry Mm -hmm. because I I saw that as a weakness. And that that meant I wasn't, that people wouldn't see me as a strong person, Mm -hmm. that I was just this, I don't know, I guess, emotional. Thing, which is still a strength. Being mm-hmm. in tune with your emotions is a strength. So yeah. back then, young, immature, confused Jordan mm-hmm. was did view like in that way that as a a weakness. Yeah. But that that's pretty pretty much the only thing I can think mm-hmm. of. But I mean I guess it depends. Like some people's personal strengths could be like like art, mm-hmm. you know, and being uh creative. Mm-hmm. Some people might not see a point in being creative, yeah. they're like oh, you need to be logical, mm-hmm. you need to do something that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not going to get you anywhere. That's not going to do anything for you or anybody else. Like, yeah. So, I mean, I guess there'll always be people who do see what you view as your strength mm-hmm. as pointless and a weakness. Yeah. I, guess.
0: I think this is kind of a side note to everything. I think it's very interesting, and I've noticed it in the past as well but this one too that you are very others focused when you answer questions and I'm very (laughs) self-focused not necessarily myself but what I think of people viewing themselves and so when I thought of this question I had trouble with the others part but I knew exactly how your own strengths could also be a weakness to you
1: oh interesting and so
0: like that's kind of where I yeah okay let's hear that um so basically like I think that... I love
1: that we have two different ways of going about questions. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and I've I've noticed it in the past too when we've talked about other things that you always come from a position of looking outwards and looking at what other people like towards other Mm -hmm. people and I'm very much focused on inwards. inwards. Um, Yeah, so basically I think that strengths cannot be weaknesses in themselves but how they are applied to a situation can make it an A weakness and so right um so an example of that let's say um your strength is being very responsible and you're a very responsible person that can become it's not a weakness in itself but it can become a weakness because you can take too much on and overload yourself Mm, and then be burdened by all of these responsibilities that you've taken on yeah or something like if you're Strength is communication, but let's say you're in a conversation and your needs are not being met by the other person, Mm -hmm. it can lead to you over-talking and rambling and going on and on and on in a situation where you probably shouldn't be doing that. And so once again, that strength of communication can become a weakness. So I don't think that any strength is a weakness in itself, but depending on how you apply it to the situation you're in, it can be. Oh,
1: that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Hmm fair yeah i think yeah both are fair how others view it and if other people view your strength as a weakness poo on them <laughs> you know okay if it's a personal strength to you going from the other's point of view mm-hmm. if it's a personal strength to you it's a personal strength to you and i don't think others should tell you yeah. if it's an actual true personal strength because they're not living your life no but like Haley said
0: they can be weaknesses to yourself and so I think that's kind of the key with that. It's like if other pe- other people see them as weaknesses, you're right. They're not living your life. Mm-hmm. And so you need to use that, your strengths, how you need to use them and not focus on what other people see as your as a weakness because it's not for you. It might be their weakness, but it's not your weakness. And yeah. so instead of being bogged down by like, oh, they see this as a quote-unquote bad thing, Say, no, we just have different lives, we're different people, different different experiences and different circumstances that you are living through, that your strength might come into play a lot more than it does into their life. Mm-hmm. And so just realizing that, but then being aware that you can create your own weaknesses through your strengths. And be adapting to and it. And be adapting to it.
1: Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And then our last question today, it comes from Miss Rebecca. And she she asked on Instagram at Rebecca underscore Rose underscore R cubed um I hope that's right <laughs> um but she is so sweet and she's so involved yeah. in in us and our social media and she's just so mm-hmm. so sweet and we sorry know- Rebecca this is coming out a week late we this was the third question we were gonna ask last week that we didn't get to so we pushed it well to this week sad, side note you say
0: a week late. This episode won't come out for, like, a month and a half. <laughs> That's true. So, let's just not
1: Yeah, so. Um, but she asks how to deal with self-criticism, which I think. Is a great question. A great question. I was going to say all women deal with it, but everyone, everyone. Even men deal with it.
0: Even men, non-binary,
1: yeah. trans, yeah. everyone. Yeah, everyone. Every person in this world to some extent, at some point in their life, has dealt with self criticism. Oh yeah,
0: some people more than others. Yes. Um, I think this is um, it's. I feel like it's going to be interesting this question because it's something that we both have a hard time with. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this conversation it's going to be interesting because it's not coming from a place of we you because I've recently listened to another podcast and they were talking about self criticism. Just kidding. Shut up. <laughs> it was research. Okay. Um. I was recently listening to another podcast and they talked on self-criticism, and mm-hmm. uh, but they both came from a place of they used to be really critical on themselves, but they've overcome it since then. Oh, good for them! Yeah, g- good for them. One day, one day. Um, but like, it's I think it'll be interesting coming from a place of us not really being there fully. Yet, there being fully there, I feel like we've gotten. Better, yeah, 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 but neither of us are fully there, yeah, yeah, and not different. We're both at different levels in our kind of healing too,
1: yeah. And so
0: I think it'll be interesting. So to start out, I, I got the pretty much the definition of self-criticism. Okay. Self-criticism involves how an individual evaluates oneself. Self-criticism in psychology is typically studied and discussed as a negative personality trait in which a person has a disrupted self-identity. It is often associated
1: with depression. One thing I in that definition that I will disagree with mm-hmm. is that it said it's often negative.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was thinking the same thing. I'm gonna like go. Well, I will. They did say often. They did not yeah. say always. Self criticism can be positive. You mm-hmm. have to have some level of self criticism to grow mm-hmm. and see what you need to improve on. Yeah, but I feel like in the contents
0: in the context of what she's asking and just in general most of us do lean toward the negative yeah, yeah, aspect yeah, yeah. it's more i would say that the negative aspect around self-criticism is more common than positive because you're right it does take a little bit of positive self-criticism to grow and to better yourself and so um i agree with you but i feel like just in general most of us deal with more it more on the negative
1: end yeah, than yeah. The positive i agree Um, So I was on ThriveGlobal.com and they have a post from February of this year that says how to overcome self-criticism. I think it's a very, it's a short article, but I think it dives in really well. So it says being self-critical and the way you talk to yourself can tear you down when the negative voices in your head start interrupting your positive thoughts when it's not the fact. That is not your truth. It's limiting beliefs. That have been programmed into your subconscious. it says, embrace that part of you, embrace those negative thoughts that the parts that you're feeling critical of, give it kindness and ask yourself what you need to learn from it and what what's causing you to feel like this, what's causing you to criticize yourself in this way, what's limiting your beliefs, and what are these thoughts trying to tell you? And if it's telling you you're worthless, you're a failure, you're not the body type you want, you're dumb like. Why are you feeling this way? And not, not say, because I am, because mm-hmm. that's not true. Yeah, It's just going to be really challenging to – it's going to be really hard to poke through and wade through all these negative, negative thoughts to get to the root of it. It's going to be so incredibly hard and stressful mm-hmm. and anxiety-ridden, and you may not be at a point to do that yeah. at, right now, and that's okay. But just be conscious of those thoughts and just know that those negative thoughts aren't you. And then the article goes on to say, we get so used to being hard on ourselves that we're no longer aware of it. And I also wanted to say, really important, that self-criticism does not mean you're a failure. Mm-hmm. It is not your current reality. Mm-hmm. It may be your current thought process and how you are currently feeling, but is not your reality, mm-hmm. which is really hard to separate the two mm-hmm. because oftentimes your thoughts you feel like are your reality, yeah, which is not the case at all. So I don't know, just, it's a really tough topic. They go on to say like, distance yourself, identify what may trigger you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you made a really good point about
0: that that is not your true self, Mm -hmm. that these are thought processes that were created Mm -hmm. and that a lot of the time, like most people who deal with this a lot it was usually from something that happened in childhood early childhood something that stuck with them and shaped them into this so this that bully
1: on the playground yeah. or that parent, parent who or, said some side comment that just ended up sticking with you forever like there's whatever whatever caused it that dog denying you one time when you were getting a pet like <laughs> it could seem so si- like s- small and singular to other someone else but it's how it impacted you
0: exactly but then like that
1: doesn't make it not
0: valid. and then no it doesn't make it not valid and then that sticks with you for mm-hmm. a long time and, and grows. then and grows and gets bigger and then you're building this habit of constantly thinking through this same thought process mm-hmm. that isn't who you truly are mm-hmm. that was something that was created mm-hmm. you know and so just remembering that and like i know like way back when i was in kind of the peak of my depression the way that zane and i would talk about it back then. I mean, I was young. I was like 17. And so we would, we would call it my monsters. And so when yeah. I had those thought processes, I'd he'd be like, remember, this isn't you. This is your monsters talking to mm-hmm. you. And so it was remembering that when I'm going through things like this, this is not my true thoughts. This is the monsters that are saying these things to me because mm-hmm. they like we another thing we also say is that my my feelings are true, but my emotions lie to me.
1: Mm-hmm. And yes, so, very, um, very, yeah, I like that's that. That's what we
0: always like. That's what Your we always. Your feelings like, are always valid, mm-hmm. but that does not mean that they can't lie to you. Yes, and that they can't create situations that that are not actually there. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I struggle with a lot. And so, just remembering that, like, these things aren't you, and obviously that in the moment that doesn't always help. Sometimes it can, putting it into perspective and it kind of helps to, it can help to but calm down. But getting to that
1: place where you can pull yourself out of it to put it in perspective mm-hmm. is very challenging. Yeah. I've, Especially yeah. when you think that this is your truth. If yeah. you think you are a failure, if you think, if you're like, whether you think you're too skinny or too big, mm-hmm. like, like that, at that moment you feel yeah. is your truth. Yeah. And so pulling yourself a- away from that is something that's really hard and it's going to take a lot of practice. Yeah. So I think to do identify what you're criticizing mm-hmm. whether you failed that test and you're like I studied so hard on it. Mm-hmm. I put all I did, all I could do into it and I still, you know, bombed it. Mhm. I'm I'm never going to be worth anything because look, I once again I tried something else and look, I failed. I failed mm-hmm. at every little thing I do. Yeah. Or like this relationship, like I gave this person my whole entire heart and all they did was, you know, blah blah blah. Yeah. These negative feelings and thoughts and how you are viewing yourself as worthless. Like even yesterday, I was telling Haley before we started filming that um I was on TikTok, yeah, and there was this trend that was going around. And it made me feel like, it made me feel very worthless and like I wasn't doing anything with my life. Mm-hmm. And it started to really get me down and I could feel that wave of emptiness and yeah. sadness and self-hatred like coming and I could feel it bubbling inside of me and I said, oh, I, I can't. So I, I got off TikTok. I got off my phone Yeah. because I felt it and I was like, Jordan, you can't do this. You mm-hmm. can't do this to yourself. So once I noticed it coming, I was able to separate myself from it and Mm -hmm. do something else to get my mind off that, which made me feel better. So I think first step is being aware and then practicing how to distance yourself from that and turning what you feel like is your truth into like there was challenging it. Yeah, there was something that I felt was true and was fact Mm -hmm. for my whole life from when I was seven until I was about in college. and. My whole entire life, I thought it was true and it was actually what I had always thought to myself was one time validated by someone who was very close to me Mm -hmm. the one time I brought it up yeah, um, when I was in high school and it wrecked me and it ruined me and I was like, oh, well, okay, I always just thought myself of this Mm -hmm. and then when the one time I brought it up to this person, they validated it without purposely valid like they I wasn't like hey do you think of me as blah 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 mm-hmm. and it was a general we were talking about this general thing and then it got brought up and, and then, then well and then this person said what I had always thought about mm-hmm. myself and I was like oh well they think that so therefore it is true mm-hmm. and it took years and years until I and a lot of self-hatred a oh, lot yeah. of Absolute despair, mm-hmm. and and learning and reteaching your brain, yeah. retraining your brain. When because when you believe this to be yeah. true, like you, there is nothing. St- like if you're like me, there is nothing stopping me from believing that this is true. Yeah. Um. And then I thought I thought I was over it a couple years ago. I thought I had learned that that it's not true. Yeah. Um. But then a couple a couple weeks ago in June, actually it came back up and mm-hmm. I got in my head again about it. I started believing it again.
0: Yeah.
1: And the the cycle kind of started all over again for me. I had to over a couple weeks go to try to knock myself out of it. Yeah. So anyway, that's a <laughs> long way of saying self-criticism to me, the biggest thing is thinking it's true mm-hmm. and it's not no matter what it is. If you think you're dumb, you're not, you're brilliant, you're mm-hmm. smart Just because you're not good at one particular task does not mean you're good at something else. I'm Mm -hmm. not good at English, if you can't tell. (laughs) I'm not good at writing. Mm -hmm. I'm not good at, you know, blah, blah, blah. So in school, I just, you know, thought Mm -hmm. I was dumb because of that. But I'm really good at math and science. Mm -hmm. So that's my strength. And Mm -hmm. I can focus on that. So I try not to get bogged down in what you feel is negative just focus on what is good Mm -hmm. and retrain your brain when those thoughts come and that is the end of my speech Haley, pass (laughs) it i'm passing it to you
0: yeah i had a couple thoughts on that first of all i haven't looked too much into it but it's something that i've been kind of interested in is this whole i think it's psychology therapy thing Mm -hmm. um, called reparenting yourself Mm. because um basically a lot of a lot of our problems come from Emotional trauma, yeah, from childhood, yeah, from whatever a parent did, whatever you know, didn't we didn't feel love from a parent, we didn't feel supported, we didn't do this, or thing. from
1: a parental, or figure. from a parental figure, yeah, not necessarily a
0: parent, but yeah. from a authority figure authority that figure, yeah. you trusted, trusted, yeah, um, and looked up to, yes, and so it's this whole concept of basically as an adult reparenting yourself. To rewind all that damage and then do do it essentially re-learning. do it over re, like you said relearning it in a better mindset and getting giving yourself the needs that weren't met mm-hmm. essentially um, and I haven't looked too much in, into it but I thought that was interesting because you said that and it reminded me of that like there's yeah. this whole thing around that about reparenting and like inner child therapy and mm. things like that mm-hmm. to get over these things that happened in childhood that have stuck out that have stuck with us our entire lives Mm -hmm. um and so like you were saying like reframing rethinking learning again and that kind of just made me think about that so that sounds something that you're interested in look up look more into it i haven't looked that much into it but it seems like
1: yeah it sounds really it sounds really
0: interesting and also like exactly what you're talking about um but obviously from a Professional. Yeah, not us. They know what they're doing. <laughs> um,
1: and then the other thing. Surprise, was... guys. We're actually as, as, as professional as we sound yeah. all the time. Which, we... guys, I know. It's a huge surprise. I y'all know. didn't know. But we are not actually therapists. We both went to acting school. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. So surprise, guys. I know y'all didn't know that. But we. But please, if you want to seek help. I suggest professional help. And if you can't afford it, which is what my reasoning was mm-hmm. my whole life, yeah. we're working on finding affordable mm-hmm. ways to get therapy. Yes. So hopefully that will be on our website soon. Yeah. We will let you know when it is up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, don't be afraid to this is a side tangent that has nothing yeah. to do with self criticism, but don't be afraid to reach out to loved ones that you trust. Trust friends or, that you trust. And try to Google maybe um an affordable therapist around
0: you um and then the other thing I was going to say that you also brought up that's just kind of a good reminder for all of us is that you thought that you had gotten over this Mm -hmm. and then it came back Mm -hmm. later Mm -hmm. and that's something that I've actually been dealing with lately like we mentioned it before we've been having we both been having a rough time Mm -hmm. and so and my what I was having a rough time over it wasn't I was sad about it but it was kind of very much like yeah this is bad it's worse than normal but like I'm like I'm totally fine it's just mm-hmm. something that I'm kind of going through and so I was dealing with it like that and through that it brought up all of this unhealed trauma mm-hmm. and so and all this stuff that I thought I was over mm-hmm. it was all this stuff from my childhood and and when you my think young adulthood you're over
1: it and then it rears its ugly head back you I like me, and I feel Mm -hmm. like you as well. Feel so like like a failure, and you start criticizing yourself. Like, why am I not over this? Mm -hmm. Why am I holding on to this? Why am I so dumb that Mm -hmm. like I'm starting to believe this again? Mm -hmm. What's wrong with me that I'm starting to believe this again? Nothing is wrong with you. And not only just believing that, it start make it
0: starts to make you believe things that you like other things that you also
1: kind of railroads. Like
0: for me, like a big thing that I've always kind of dealt with, and I still do. But not at all like I used to is worthlessness and feeling like in friendships that people don't value my friendship and they don't value what I can bring to a relationship. And so I always felt this sense of worthlessness and abandonment and all these things like that, that I haven't thought in so long. Mm -hmm. And then this little issue and then it brought all this up and started bringing me back into that mindset.
1: When you have those self-critical thoughts, like you're not enough. Mm -hmm. How do you? What are what are what are ways that you deal and possibly cope with it? Cry. Oh, that's not bad. Um, no, yeah, I'm a I'm I'm a crier. Uh, actually,
0: I've 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 gotten to adulthood. I've cried a lot less. But like when I was young, I, I cried every twenty minutes. I I'm was getting so to adulthood emotional.
1: and I'm crying more. We switched. How and do you feel when people say it's all in your head? does that make it better for you? Or does that make it worse? Cause you're like, I know it's all in my head. It doesn't change yeah. anything. Um, <laughs> or are you like, Oh yeah, you're right. Okay. I
0: don't mind it as long as my, emo- my feelings are still validated. Okay. Cause that's something that I, sh- if my feelings aren't validated, I'm going to crawl into a closet and never leave. <laughs> but like I, if my, I don't, cause that's the thing. Like I said, I'm very self-aware because I'm very self-critical. It's a, it's a double-edged sword. It's both terrible, but then also very good because it means I can, grow from that because i know what i need to work on i would be like oh yeah that's that's all in my head it's you know that's i did that like i was being dramatic and it was all in my head and i
1: built but this up way bigger than i needed again it to. but i've i've done that in the past and then i felt shameful and dumb for feeling like that and then i started really? criticizing myself for being like why did you blow that up so much you're so dumb so i want. to to put out there for those who might feel the same way mm-hmm. and if it's just me. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um I'm going to say it for me to possibly listen to later. Your feelings are still valid like yeah. Haley was saying. Your feelings are still valid just because you know you may feel like it was dramatic and maybe it was a dramatic reaction, yeah. but your feelings are valid at yeah. at the time. Yeah. So I think that's something that you need to remember. Mm-hmm. It's not true. Mm-hmm. Like the thing might not be true. No. But your feelings are valid. But your v- feelings are still valid. Yeah.
0: So anyway, how to deal with self-criticism. <laughs> we got so. I don't know if there's we, much of a recap for that. There
1: was a lot. I think telling yourself that your emotions are valid, but yeah. trying to step away from what is triggering that. Mm-hmm. No, Identifying what's triggering yeah. that. Um, Putting it into perspective. Mm-hmm. And just knowing that your feelings are valid, but that is not the truth. Yeah. You are not how you potentially perceive yourself mm-hmm. at that time. You are more. You are better. Yeah. Um, If you fail at that sport, at that skill, Mm -hmm. at that whatever, that is not who you are. Mm -hmm. You can keep practicing to overcome that. Um, Or, you know, that just might not be your strength and that's okay. And there's something else you're going to succeed at and that is your strength. And if it's a body image, Mm self-criticism, it's going to take a lot of practice. And a lot of time. And it's not not your truth. It's the biggest thing. It's not your reality. You may feel like it's your reality, but Mm -hmm. it's not. Um... Which I don't know if it actually helps. It helps. That's something that for me has helped a lot recently. And not
0: only in just my emotions and the things that I do as well. And like, you know, knowing that obviously there are days where I need to have a rest day Mm -hmm. and to do nothing. But realizing that my truth isn't sitting around all day and eating junk food and watching TV and doing nothing. There are days where I need that because everyone needs days like that, Mm -hmm. you know. And that's just a part of self-care. But knowing that that's not who I am. Or knowing that like...
1: Or you know what? Even going to like body positivity yeah. stuff and self-criticism in that world, even if you do view yourself as, you know, not where you want to be like too skinny, mm-hmm. too big or whatever. So what? What's wrong with that? What's like if one of your friends or loved ones came up to you with these complaints, you wouldn't say yeah, you're right. So I don't like you because of that. You'd be like, oh my gosh, no, you're beautiful. You're gorgeous. Mm -hmm. No, like we can, you know, find ways to make you feel better about yourself, Mm -hmm. but no, you are a gorgeous human being and I love you no matter Mm -hmm. what, like it doesn't matter. So why can't you give that love to yourself? If you would do that to someone else and love them for who, who they are and what they look like, no matter what they look like, you should do the same for yourself. And it's very hard because you have to live in your own skin and you have to live in your own body and you have to see yourself every day. But what's the difference between your loved one and yourself so i think when it comes to body self-criticism practicing self-love which i know is so like when i used to hear that as a kid i was like oh that's so dumb
0: it's the truth though but it is
1: true like even if i don't want to do it all the time love yourself like you would love your friend who is hating on themselves and Mm -hmm. you'd be like ah ah, ah, ah. no 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 Mm -hmm. listen here my lovely friend
0: don't you wouldn't invalidate their feelings but then try to show them mm-hmm, exactly. Show them the love and the truth. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So do that to yourself. Mm-hmm. And that is this episode. Make sure to check us out on social media at gotverb or at our website, verbofficial.com. And send us your questions at askivhpod at
0: gmail.com. We post new podcast episodes every Monday, so subscribe to Insert Verb here so you can insert verb into your daily routine. Ha 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 ha.